0: Happy Saturday.
1: Welcome to the Yes We Fight podcast after a long ass hiatus. Right? It's been a long time. And to be honest, just get it out. You know what I mean? Get it out there. It The the podcast will stop because we got in a fight. Right? We got in a fight and I ain't want to do it no more because I'm, you know, I'm kind of finicky like that. And also, she shouldn't be fucking up. <laughs> oh she shouldn't be.
0: After, you should, I should know better. After. I yeah, should know better. 100%. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so what's been going on, it's been about five months. I will say that, you know, the fight may stopped it during the summertime, but then like life picks up. It starts to get kind of busy. Uh, I think the last show that we did, I, I went right into... Uh, Devil Pup series, and that mm-hmm. literally took all of my time yeah. all summer. Uh, so I was running with the Ripping Marines and, and the kids and stuff like that, going to San Diego, taking those kids to to those things. So I was busy. You know what I mean? And then it, mm-hmm. it's it's it's, it's kind of interesting to 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 think about like how like one thing can like derail, derail your everything, whole, your whole little spiel. So.
0: But I think it's important. Like, you and I have never been one to, like, well, you for sure. Like, if we're not good, we're not good, period. Mm-hmm. Like, don't invite me to your mama's house. Like, we're not walking, holding hands. Like, for don't real? touch me. Don't, like, you see those videos where the wife's, like, or the partner, like, who can get who first. And they're, like, rubbing up rubbing you know, up on the other person. That is not I the case in the maid's household.
1: I need to be left alone. And if I'm not good, I ain't gonna, I don't want to do nothing. I'm not gonna pretend so that's the hard thing about having a podcast between two married people <laughs> called "Yes, We Fight" because, in in all honesty, like if we fight, I'm not gonna get up here and pretend, and I damn sure not gonna air out my dirty laundry on on this podcast. But you know, it is what it is. Here you we know? are. It is you you work through it. It, it, and a lot has transpired. We've had uh, yeah. So like since the last podcast we 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 did the devil pup series we did a fundraiser called uh america the beautiful mm-hmm. with that same group uh youth leadership authority um then it was freaking holiday season we had to get our kids back to school yeah. at the beginning of september so we had to get them back to reno and they moved into a
0: a Our older a, two. A
1: new apartment. So they 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 are sharing an apartment out there. So it's life really just kind of life's. It lifed us. It lifed us for lifed a, like an uppercut. We're glad to be back though. We're glad to be back on the podcast. And uh, it's going to have a little different format than what you know we've been doing in the past. Uh, what we're going to be doing now is a live stream once a month. Uh, I have a lot of things going on as far as some new things I've been working on uh for dads and for men uh so yeah so we're 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 gonna be doing this show once a month you can actually go to the I'll put all of that in the chat and everything but we'll go um once a month
0: yeah we'll do a live
1: and then you can and then we're uploading all the old shows up onto YouTube so in the group later on today I will post. The YouTube channel so that if you wanted to go back and watch any of the old shows and kind of see how what kind of nonsense we was getting into last year, you can definitely do that. But we're, we're going to try to find a format that we can be consistent to versus finding someone else's format and then trying to fit our lives around that uh, is actually like the core belief that I've been working on for myself. Uh, which is a concept that I read in a book called the psychology of money. And that's being reasonable versus being rational. And rationality means, you know, we sit down and we plan out the the most efficient, effective, perfect, something. perfect, whatever, you know, the perfect meal plan, the perfect workout, the perfect schedule. And all of those things usually hinge on everything going perfectly. And we all know that Life isn't perfect. Life comes up and it smacks you upside the head and you have to change. And that's the reason why we want to find something a little bit more reasonable for what we're trying to do. We have four children, two of which are in college in Reno. The other two are like full-fledged playing sports every freaking night. And we just don't have time to really keep up with a weekly show. So for right now, we're going to do a monthly show.
0: Yeah, and I think that's much better. So, uh, so you know, welcome back to anybody who's watched us previously, and for those of you who this might be the very first time you see us, I am Julie Marie Mays, and this is
1: Gerald, Mister Beepos Mays, and no one is watching us right now.
0: Well, that's okay. I think they're they're. You know what? That's okay. You know, because we talk.
1: If you are check in, check in with us on Facebook. Uh, if you if you're talking with us, so. Uh, we appreciate everybody who is supporting us.
0: Right. So, no, but uh, like Gerald said, we've got the two older ones that are dri- uh, driving actually back to Reno, like literally as right we now. speak. Uh, the younger two upstairs, we have a senior and a freshman, and both of them are knee deep in sports. And, I, you know, I know that sports are important. Um, you know, you hear about it. I didn't grow up playing sports. I actually didn't do sports until my senior year of high school. And I did like all of it, it well, by all of it, I mean cross-country and track. I did. What I really mean is I went to magnet programs for the other one my senior year, which is a story in itself. I didn't do magnet program, uh, but I did cross-country track, yearbook, uh, and a couple other things. Like nerd. I did all of the stuff that I didn't really get to do in did my previous years. all the stuff years. nerds do. I mean, someone had to hold it down. So I I chose me. <laughs> um, and oh, here we, we are. We got
1: somebody. Good morning, Laura.
0: Yeah but no so yeah we're back so I think that's the better you know we've talked about it I think doing once a month I mean all my parents out there and actually you know sometimes you know I don't like to diminish you know, single people or even couples like you keeping yourself alive is still you know highly important so you know schedule your schedules schedule but schedule. my people with children understand that when you sign them up for something you've sign yourself up.
1: up yeah you sign your whole man.
0: Girl, I play I basketball. Would... I play. I play flag football. Uh, I go to play, like, go shopping with let's, my let's, friends. Let me I take mean... like a little. <laughs> let, let's
1: take a little pause because I like to to uh, do <laughs> a little shout out to my to my little middle baby girl. Mm-hmm. She has been balling her tail off. She plays flag football here in town, and. She is, She has received multiple offers to go play flag football, which I didn't even know was a thing. She's received multiple offers to go play flag football. We actually just got in contact with another coach last night after her game. Uh, and She's balling right now, like legit balling. Like yeah. She had a game with three touchdowns and a pick, pick six. I'm like, God, yeah. no. Way better than that I ever was yeah. at, at football. <laughs> That's for damn sure. But yeah, I'm super proud of my children. I'm super proud of all of them. I'm proud of my wife because, you know, this is her second full year as a as a first grade teacher, and you know, our, our, you know, I'm starting to learn that like although we want to be here in front of the camera talking to everybody, but we all life. We all have to live our lives, and we all have to navigate through that stuff. So we do appreciate anyone who you know, shares a moment with us on, 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 on the one Saturday a month, but because we really, really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. And I feel, you know, and I feel bad. It's not even like a, a feel bad, like an actual legit feel bad. I feel bad for everybody outside of this house only because I will pick my house and you and the kids like over everything. Right. And sometimes I feel bad about that. Cause it's like, Oh, Hey, do you want to come out to this thing? And I'm like, nah.
1: ah. I'm notorious nope. for, we are the worst. We are the say, worst. Yeah. And then, like, 15 minutes before I'm supposed to be there, it's like, do you really want to go? No, I don't really want
0: to no, go. No, this man has literally dr- dr- driven, droven, driven, driven, driving. He's to places. There you go. Sat in the parking lot. And
1: then determined that
0: I didn't want to go. <laughs> and then left. And called then me. And went home. And left. And I don't mean just like he did at the one good time. No, he's I just, I sh- It's
1: pretty regular.
0: No, 100%. If you've ever
1: invited me somewhere and I said I was on the way. I probably went there and then looked at who was going in and determined, I don't really want to be around anybody that was wearing that type of t-shirt. I'm out.
0: Yeah. And it's going to be either that or we're on the way, but we actually just got out of the shower and we're like yeah. throwing clothes on and you know. Now
1: we'd have been to some stuff. and we're like, <laughs> Hey, uh, I don't really want to go. You want to go out instead? You want to go eat some Mexican? We've shown up. <laughs> yep. Waved. Shot the deuce.
0: And ended up at Buffalo
1: Wild Wings. (laughs) the Oh, yeah. That's our
0: thing. We are really the worst. I apologize to the world and the people around us because I will Mm -hmm. will unintentionally, not ghost, but get ghost for like a while.
1: And I'm sure all of you do the same. So we wanted to obviously get back up on this podcast so that we could uh, give you an update, obviously, as to where we've been. I know that we have quite a few people in our little group uh, on Facebook, please feel free to, to, to share anything that you see, but we really want to just kind of check in, you know, like what are the issues going on in the, in, in marriage land? We know for us, like we have really been impacted by inflation. Like it feels like the meals cost so much more. It almost feels like I can go get my kids, you know, in and out. And that's, a boatload cheaper than figuring out something to cook because everything is so expensive. For but. all six
0: of us, $45 seems so much less expensive because you can't even go to McDonald's. For a family of six, I could easily, easily spend like $75 going through McDonald's. What the hell are you eating at McDonald's? If, well, if there's six meals because each of the meals is like $11. Oh, yeah. So, you know I mean? Obviously, I'm not talking about budget where we're like two for five sausage and egg mcmuffins my people out there know you yeah, know where real. i'm like i'll make no, the hash browns s- at home my <laughs> people out there know when them spicy
1: chicken sandwiches used to cost a dollar oh absolutely i used to absolutely. kill them things in high school boy. absolutely but,
0: but everything is is so much more the, the dollars just don't seem to stretch and this health insurance is really killing my pockets yeah, phew, boy those of you who responsible living
1: for real and you know what you know what the biggest issue is I think is uh, that I want to talk about today mm-hmm. is the state of marriages. Mm. Right? Like I I watched a video a little while ago and it was uh, it was basically a question. Why do you think marriage today is failing? Mm. Or why do you think marriage marriages today don't last long? The divorce rate is super high and and all these other things. You know what I mean? And I posed the question on my on my TikTok and my explanation or my answer to that was I don't I don't think a lot of our grannies were were happy being married. They just didn't have any other options to leave. And now we live in a world where there's so many options. And I don't I'm not necessarily saying that one is better than the other or or having more options is better. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that there are options and that has changed what our fathers have taught out the sons how to navigate getting a woman, right? Before it was like all you had to do was show up, work, have a good job.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: and be willing like my like for my grandma, it was like if you had a good job, you were marriage material because that meant you could take care of me. And that's really all we were looking for is getting taken care of. Today, we have men and women who both can kind of take care of themselves. Therefore, you're going to need something else. I don't want to say more, but just something else and not the typical, you know.
0: The more traditional. Traditional type of provider
1: and, you know, that type of stuff. What's your take on the state of marriage and how marriages look and all that other stuff?
0: Well I feel like there's a shift and John and I always talk about like this pendulum that swings when we have conversation about one extreme and then societal societal changes that kind of shift to the other. You know, we're now growing up it was men and women and now we have men, women, he, she's, they, thems like even in that category. So when it comes to marriage, I feel like there's a shift in <clears throat> in society and uh men and women as a whole that's affecting it. Like you're right, you know, marriages at the time if you go back To My grandparents, when they were getting married around 60 plus years ago, you know, it was that, you know, you got married younger, you did, did you have a job, you worked at the post office, perfect. That's, that's, that's longevity right there. Mm -hmm. And you create this life together. And yes, divorce was definitely a stigma through the eons, especially when the churches had more control, so to speak, over the people around them. But now you're right. People, men and women in particular, women are becoming more educated and there's more opportunities. So as more opportunities happen, it's like, well, I can do battle by myself or True. I can do I can thrive all by myself. True. So like the expectations of what that means, you know, for like women, it's like I can do for me. So like you need to bring more than just that job.
1: And I, I also feel that's the same thing in regards to men. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, I don't care if you pretty or you, you know, give up the booty draws you know what I'm saying? Like you can get that from anywhere. Now women also have to show up with something else as well, get right? Head on their it's, shoulders, exactly. like some kind
0: of like something more valuable you know, than just. I, I, I
1: stumbled across those videos often, and and the men asked asked similar questions, right? Which is outside of sex, what, do what else do you do? Because I can I my like the this new wave of of men is like my mama taught me how to cook, how to clean, how to tend to myself. I don't need a woman to do that what else is there? And then young daughters are saying, "My daddy taught me how to how to change my tire, put gas in my car, take care of myself, pay my bills.
0: Be a little more independent. Keep a
1: budget and and all these other things. What more do you want?" And now I'm starting to see like this new dynamic between these separate people who want each other uh not knowing how they fit with each other, right? Like I have this example in my head of a great activity. So don't steal my idea if you're you're watching this. I have this idea that if you can get a whole bunch of single people or I think it would work with a married couple, right? But if you get a whole bunch of people and you give them half a circle and you put them out into a field and you tell them, hey, your, your circle fits with one person and it's all cut out in different ways. Right, everybody. You have to fight the match. Yeah, there's all circles in there, but every bit doesn't fit. And I'm thinking that there's a like a little dynamic between people where you can find, you can kind of teach that, like, hey, you're not, you're not trying to look for everyone. You're looking for one person that fits with just you. And it's getting hard because some of the things that we were be, that we were able to use as kind of benchmarkers to identify good potential mates are no longer applicable
0: no yeah. i feel that sometimes no i agree and I, sometimes i feel like it's so much more complicated or at least it seems so much more complicated because i mean i'm not out there dating so i mean it's easy for me from a married position to you'll like have to leave <laughs> so i mean
1: and this will be our last show this
0: would be our last one
1: be like where's where's julio on the yes we fight show sure. Oh, we be, fought to it, the end. It's
0: going to be yes I fought. So now yes. it's like yes I fought and it's yes, going to be I just fought. you. He's going to keep it going just yep. because spite. despite the yes I fight podcast. And I'm gonna tag
1: you every time I go live on Oh Saturdays my gosh,
0: too. the pettiness is so hilarious. No, but I feel sometimes it feels like that it's so much more complicated out there, you know, and we've talked because about that before where it's called like,
1: we don't oh, fight it'll We be,
0: don't <laughs> We don't that's fight even it'll worse. Be, it'll be me we and don't Lena. don't fight. oh
1: <laughs> It'll be me and that one back here. The you dog see her moving around.
0: I cannot. That was even worse. That was good. That was clever, fight. though. We we don't fight. <laughs> me and
1: my favorite kid don't fight.
0: We don't fight. Yeah. No. 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 That's rough.
1: No. Oh, I'm sorry. I did kind of interrupt you, though. Go ahead. Finish it up. How yeah. Did you lose it?
0: <laughs> no. So navigating it feels. It it looks like it's so much more complicating between like, like, okay, high value. This there's high value. There's low value. There's there's expectations. And you know, there's social media and I keep going back to that, but social media, there's so much stuff that we can watch. Like there's so much stuff that we can watch. There's so much stuff that can take ourselves out of our marriages in, in every capacity. You can visually uh, not be, you can visually not be with your partner. You can emotionally not be with your partner. You can all of it. Like there's so much that we are like thrown at and it's easy to go down those rabbit holes. hmm and 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 the expectations our expectations are kind of crazy a little bit sometimes like when i'm listening to women when i'm in a space and i'm listening to women talk about what uh there's like an overcompensation sometimes i feel like where what you're not going to do of what i saw as women like what we saw are was it four mothers <laughs> yeah, what we, we saw our mothers, our our mothers we, we would never from do. right from a women, a woman's perspective and you know, we come in really strong and then we still have to take it into consideration. We come strong from situations that, that are really harsh. So not only did we watch as a little girl, a lot of us watch women really struggle. We watched them have to become a little more hardened. Yes. You know, we watched a, a generation, a couple of generations and many generations, depending on your culture, like culturally, culturally, you know, we've watched women and I mean, probably our culture, um, like black and Hispanic culture, like women, like really, I really. That's
1: I think that's well, human nature.
0: I mean, that's true too. But I, I, I only know this. I only know this. Right. You know. But we've watched them overcompensate and become hardened and really take care of things. And so, on the ladder, it's like, well, you're never going to do this to me, or I'm never going to let this happen to me. And there's like an expectation that comes with that. So you better come correct, or you better come right, and you miss out on maybe someone who's building it, but. You know they need about three years, but you don't have the patience for that. Like you need to come that, fully, bro. you need to come fully equipped at 24, and I'm like 24 year olds don't know shit,
1: Bruh, No I disrespect. think that's that's the problem. No. Like no that's disrespect the problem at all, right there is that we have too much information. In my opinion, this is my opinion only. We have way too much way too much information, and kids are getting their hands on information so much way, sooner, way sooner than than before. And I think there's, I, look, I know people are going to be like, hell no. But I think there's something to a little bit of naivety, right? And I I, I was talking to my son this past weekend.
0: <laughs> Blind yeah, hope.
1: Yeah. And I had a conversation. <laughs> I, I had a conversation with him just about that. It's like, you know, that we, you and I, we made it because we were too stupid to leave each other. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not saying that every day was good. I'm not saying that every day was bad. But there were ups and downs like any relationship, and I think what we're what we're seeing now is that kids at an early age are aware of these ups and downs and are making the decision to not go through the downs with people before they ever get with a person. And I think, look, there are no relationships. yeah, Yeah, there are no relationships that are perfect, and there's always growing pains in every relationship. And I feel like the young people today don't want to go through anything in regards to relationships, but also, I think we're creating a culture where no where our young people don't want to go through anything in their lives anything uncomfortable
0: anything and I, uncomfortable. any I mean you know that's actually a really interesting concept because obviously we're not advocating for you to stay through the terrible.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, stay
0: take through stuff. Like, by yeah. no means am I
1: We're not saying, insinuating. No, yeah. Stay through
0: this. Get
1: your ass whooped or something. Right. I'm like not telling you that. E-
0: yeah, e- yeah, exactly. But Even- dealing
1: with a person's personality flaws and, and having the belief that that person with personality flaws can never change or never grow or can't grow into the person that you want, you know, I feel like it's a little, it's going to be a really difficult for our generations to have family units,
0: right? And I think family
1: units have to be supported. It has to be, and and I'm not the one to tell you what your family unit looks like, you know, but it probably shouldn't consist of raising children in broken homes because you aren't willing to, you know, because your partner, you know, smacks their food or, you know I mean? Things like, like stupid nuanced things or personality flaws that can be learned from. So, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm no expert on on those topics, but I feel like we're we're teaching our young people, you know, bad habits, right? That you know, every sense of philosophy, whether it's you know, Eastern philosophy, Greek and Roman philosophy, Western, Western philosophy, uh, you know, biblical philosophy. Whatever you want to call it. it, every bit of those texts alludes to greatness through some sort of challenge, some sort of overcoming. And I don't, I feel like no one wants to overcome anything. No one wants to put do the hard shit. And I, like I said, I'm going to reference my son because I've been talking to him for the past two or three days because he's going through some hard shit. And he should. This is what it is. This is how you build the foundation. Like when when you pour foundation on a house, you put bars through it, iron bars, rebar, and that solidifies the foundation. It creates tension in the concrete that can support the structure that you put on it. And I just don't feel like anyone wants the tension
0: no i I understand. I think it's a space where I notice that and where not a lot of younger people and again, this is everybody, but not a lot of younger people where it's like if you're if you're not comfortable, like well, I don't have to do that because I'm not comfortable with it, and I feel sometimes that there is a level of growth that we make through being uncomfortable, you know and i and I mean like working through the tough situation at your job. Or trying to figure out your finances at home. You know what I mean? Being with another person, choosing to create a life, and then navigate through some of those financial hardships together. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Not not the really harder stuff where I'm like, nah, uh, girl or gentleman, you need to pack your stuff, and you need to go. Just right. some of the uncomfortable things that happen in life and building that grit and that resilience. You know, if you are in a space where it's like, I am never like, can you believe like all these people? uh my sister talks about all the time at her job it's like the younger people coming in well i I, don't, I can't work that i don't want to i can't do that because it doesn't align with yeah, my man, chakras type yeah. thing i can't work like that i'm not going to do that job i'm not going to do that and it's like what are you
1: I'm a, I'm a, what I, i'm I, protecting my mental health right i'm protecting my I'm peace like, i, I they ain't no such thing
0: like i get that but because you don't want to be uncomfortable in any capacity
1: these kinds of you, solve.
0: Yeah. Like you, you don't, you, there's a, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like there's a selfishness with it, but you miss out on so much or you miss out on the growth because you just back out. So you find yourself going over and over and over again in the same spot, but you've done, you've been in this situation five times in five different areas of your life because you won't go through the uncomfortable. And I think that's my concern really is just creating a space where as we move forward in life and younger people where it's like, there's like, you're going to be uncomfortable. And how you navigate through that uncomfortableness is really, it builds character. It does. You know, like there's so much grit. I feel like I'm so much grittier, if that's a thing. Like grittier.
1: Girl, I like you smooth.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Don't
1: be gritty, girl. Be smooth.
0: Yeah, there's a certain grit and a certain level of accomplishment that comes when you're like, I went through that and I've done that. You know what I mean? Like now, we're so happy.
1: Like one of the things that I'm the most proud of is being a Marine and not because like, oh, I'm infatuated with the Marine Corps. No, it's because up to that point, when I was standing on top of Mount Motherfucker and they put that Eagle Globe and Acre in my hand and called me a Marine for the first time, I cried like a baby because it was the hardest thing I've ever accomplished in my life. It was the hardest thing and everyone thought I couldn't do it. Everyone said I couldn't do it, that I wasn't mentally mature enough or I wasn't tough enough or whatever it may be. And I freaking did that junk. And even to this day, it has had such a huge impact. You can see in the background, like my flag, I don't know where my arms are. What, I'm pointing to, but like <laughs> what we're looking there, at is the opposite. Yeah, for real, like back there my Marine Corps pictures with my mom. And over here is the flag that, you know, all the Marines that I went to Iraq with signed. And yeah, you know what? I have some some lingering fucking, uh, issues to, to, that I have to deal with on a daily basis. But if I'm being honest, like I'm proud to have done that because I don't, what would the other outcome be? Is that I wouldn't have to deal with, you know, the, the PTSD or some of the issues that I'm dealing with, or I'd be dealing with something else. I'd be dealing with the lack of accomplishment, or whatever it may be, because I do not believe in quote me on this shit. I do not believe that you can get greatness or great accomplishments without having to do something hard. Like I'm, 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 I'm associated with a program. I work with a program called the, the Youth Leadership Authority, and every summer we have a we have a program uh, called the Double Pups, and their motto is uh. What is it? Ac- accomplishment through challenge. That's it. Is because- that it? Yeah. It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's accomplishment through challenge. It may not be accomplishment, but it's something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's accomplishment through challenge, because you growth through growth through challenge. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. Whatever. Uh, it was growth. Yeah, it's growth through ca- growth through challenge, and I believe that. Like you should see the transformation of these kids who show up at the beginning of the summer. And tell you straight to their face. I don't think I'm going to make it. I don't think I can do it. I'm too overweight. I'm not strong enough. I'm not that. And then to see them walk across that parade deck. And get their little certificate. That they that they completed it. And then watching them with their families. They walk a little different. Their chest is out a little bit. Their head is held high. It looks like a total. It's a total transformation. And like I I can't sit on my heels on that because I believe in my in my heart that the the only way to get anything that you want is to do the hard thing.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Right? Like the the only way for you my marriage to work is for for us to sit down and navigate the hard situations that have come up in our marriage. Yes, I can over. 100% agree with you and say, I wish some of that shit never happened, but it did. And because it did, I have one of two choices. I can either sit and fix with it, sit, sit and fix it, or I can tuck my tail and run and have to start this process all over with somebody else. Because, and and, and I see this a lot too, is that you know you, you have these people running from one relationship to another stopping almost at the exact same spot in every one of them. As soon as this person does something that you don't like, you don't have the communication tools available to you to be able to navigate that conversation. So you chalk it up as a red flag and that they don't sit well with you as if we're going to find somebody that's perfectly fit with you. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I I think there's a level of what you're saying though, that it still comes back to self even though we're talking about marriage and a partner and like going through hard stuff. If you don't take that time to kind of navigate yourself, then what you could potentially be doing in those situations is continuously running from situation to situation because they no longer feed into your lack. If I have a lack and I'm continuously finding myself in relationships or jobs that I want to compensate what I don't know about myself, then it makes it difficult as opposed to me being more self aware and leaving a certain situation completely like, uh, like understanding that I'm making this decision based on what I actually know about myself. I'm stepping away from the situation because I realize you are not capable of, of regulating yourself or holding space for me. And then, you know, you can vacate the premises and then learn from that situation because you're you've done the work where you've navigated the hardships by yourself and you recognize it in a situation where you're like, this isn't really healthy. And I'm going right. to excuse myself and not find myself in that same thing four more times is kind of, right, you know, right, as right. you're talking is what I'm thinking. It's making sure that. I wanted to throw that out there because I'm like, there still has to be a level of yourself, you know, because again, you
1: still have to have boundaries. Yeah. Learning things yeah. is
0: still important. Like yeah. knowing and not staying in unhealthy places is of course important, right. but recognizing that there is a level of this where you are unwilling to do the work and then you find yourself, well, he needs to bring this to the table because you're not really good at your finances. Potentially I'm using typical, the, what women say, you know, if you're looking, if who's not good with their finances, are you buying to me
1: see see my face oh i can't oh, if i, I want to point at you i'd use this hand too
0: oh i thought you're I oh that. it looked like you're doing this i was like wait hold Going on like this <laughs> it looked like this that's me but if this you're not good you. with <laughs> from there it looked like you're pointing this way <laughs> it's like you <laughs> but if you're not good at your finances and you're like Hellben, i need him to bring 300k i'm watching these videos even for me as a woman when i'm listening to these girls and that's like he needs to bring at least 300k to the table and I'm like, "Yo, girl, you really are working a job that makes $35,000 a year, which is fine, but I'm like, why?" For real? I don't understand. I just need you to make it make sense to me. I'm like, why? I mean, dudes do the like, same
1: thing though. Like, no, 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 they I've, do. I've I videos that said like, if you don't on? make 300k, then you're not a real man.
0: I mean, yeah, I don't know where this and is, where this is coming from. I, don't, I, I, feel, I really I just, don't know. I
1: think it's bad messaging for our young people, though, because they're so impressionable. They're, start, they're trying to figure out what the answers to their questions of life are, you know. And there's so many, there's so, so much bullshit out there that, you know, it's hard to figure out what you actually want. You know, I tell my, my son a very simple thing. Because I to piggyback what you were saying about, we're not advocating for people to stay amongst the bullshit. No. We're saying that you got to have boundaries. But the only way for you to have boundaries is that you have to do your own self-work. You have to understand who you are to even know what your boundaries are in the first place. Or you'll be like a tumbleweed getting tossed to and fro right. in the wind. Right, making sense. You got to have your own boundaries. And my son kind of got into like a little thing. And I... and, and I don't he might be business, he right, might
0: be but, tumbleweeding a little
1: bit yeah and I told him I said look man you have to be you have to understand yourself enough to know what type of man boyfriend husband brother student what, student what are all of these things that you either titles that you hold or want to hold right you have to be the one to determine how you want to show up in those spaces. And if you don't show up the way that you intend to show up, then you are wrong. Period. But it's hard to navigate where you're supposed to push and how you're supposed to fall back if you don't currently have uh, some some wits about yourself, right? So that because so that you can create your boundaries on. Like we we don't no one has no one even knows themselves enough to know if someone else's red flags is also something that you need in your life you know what i'm saying someone who is take charge may put someone who is take charge off but someone who is take charge and another person that's a little more stand backish and docile who won't go forward who is a maybe more of a follower type and not the the leader or the point person type that person may be suitable for that person. So Mm -hmm. like having all of these red flags or ideas of what's good and bad is such stupid shit that it. it, I
0: like, no, no, no. I like what what you're saying. It's like,
1: what the hell is going on? It's like, you don't know what is acceptable. Like I have a friend and he, one of my best friends in the world and his wife is a type personality like me and she would talk to this dude and what I would think it's crazy as hell. Something that I would never, ever accept being talked to like. But he never said nothing. It didn't bother him at all. And I used to be like, dude, why are you let her talk to you like that? <laughs> and he's like, like what? Like that. He goes, oh, she, she it ain't nothing. But they still married. They're still together. They're happy. They have a beautiful family. Like it, it's working for them.
0: So I'm it, just waiting for it to work for us, truthfully, guys. I'm yeah. just really waiting for me to be able to look for at it and say, you, you better get your... I'm just waiting for that moment. But so far, Gerald hasn't turned that leaf yet.
1: It'll be the last show that we had.
0: <laughs> they be like, why didn't y'all yet. come
1: back to the show? She told me I better get my mouth up. And I was like, you know what? I'm just waiting I have it to boundaries, be acceptable. Okay? I have boundaries. And these boundaries cannot be crossed. So I packed <laughs> my stuff and I left. No,
0: what you gonna but
1: do? it's how it is. I mean got to have your own boundaries boundaries are important
0: no they are i think like i said i i like what you're i like the way that you put it just like with the relationship i think it's understanding that to to reference kind of the example that you're saying to have a stronger personality maybe with a personality that's a little more reserved Mm -hmm. works out well together but also you're also fighting through whether that if that stronger personality is female that also changes the way it can be perceived as well because if you have a stronger woman who's maybe a little more like she's the one that wants to have her own business or she's the one that's trying to create to walk a little a path that's not what people think it should be and then to have a man who is a little more reserved now you've got two things you've got this woman who's potentially could be seen a certain way and then you've got a man who's potentially seen a certain way because he's not the leader he's you know not the today? one so' his you know what I say to
1: that right I fuck him. Well, yeah. Fuck them all.
0: Yeah, and so that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like we're fighting mm-hmm. all of this stuff. We're fighting this information that even for a young man, if you are not trying to own your own business and be your own boss, then for there's real. something wrong with that.
1: You know, it's it's funny because it's like, I think that's the, like one of my favorite, I've been talking to you about this too, right? One of my favorite stoic principles, because I pretty much follow a lot of stoic philosophy or read a lot of stoic philosophy and a lot of stoic philosophers is you don't have to have an opinion and i think that's the problem that we live in right now is that we have too many opinions on other people's lives through our own goggles right like we're looking at other people's lives saying that's not what i would do that's not what i would do and then what we do is we gather all the people who are Mm -hmm. like us and say that's not what I would do and then we determine that that's wrong <laughs> and if our voice is louder than everyone else's voice then it impacts that person mm-hmm. it impacts that relationship instead of us being married people saying you know what marriage is marriage mm-hmm. and how you make it work we support we don't we don't advocate for dealing with bullshit or dealing with fuck shit or no, anything no abuse, like that like no that. abuse no you know physical verbal mental uh, psychological, spiritual abuse—we do not uh, uh, condone with that. I don't know what that level is it for looks you. Like for you, yeah, yeah, right. I don't know what that level is for you. One marriage could deal with cheating in there, in, in that, in that, in their marriage, and another marriage may not be able to do that. And that's the reason why you have to do your own work and talk to your own spouse about what is acceptable and not acceptable to you so that you can move forward and whatever those things are but right. we do not advocate any type of abuse
0: no no any type
1: of of you know manipulation or, or or anything like that we don't condone that but only you can determine if it is because my friend wife talking to me like that I consider that abuse to me so <laughs> It ain't going to work and I'm going to have to keep it pushing. Right. So like you have to be able to figure out what you're ex- what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. And then we have to determine how to r- get your needs met. Right. Because I think that is probably the most important thing in a in a relationship is are you getting your needs met? Physical needs, psychological needs, emotional needs mental needs, so on and so on and so on. Because if you can get your needs met, then it kind of gives you a little buffer to deal with some of the other things. Not the, obviously not the, like the abuse, but the other things like the personality flaws, the fact that that person may uh, over talk you or that person may defend every position that they, that you you bring forward or that Mm -hmm. you always yell and scream or you raise your voice or whatever it may be, whatever those things are, are determined usually by that. Yeah. I got that last part. I was like, uh, what's the word? Because I wanted to, I want to tell them my seesaw analogy, right? Because I (laughs) believe marriages are not a two way street. It's not two vehicles either going the same direction, two separate vehicles going in the same direction, trying to get to the same place. I believe that marriage is more like a seesaw, right? Both people ride the ride, but it only works if they do their job when their job comes up. You can't be focused on kicking off the ground when your feet are dangling at the top of the seesaw. That's not up to you. You have to rely on your partner to do their job so that you can come back down and continue the ride. A lot of times what happens in our relationship, even ours, I know that mm-hmm. for a fact, right? Is that the person that's down doesn't understand that they're down and they're still wanting something from the person at the top because they're trying to get to something that's important to them. For example, you know, two people say in a in an argument, mm-hmm. they one person said something out of line. The other person is is arguing about, You know the other topic that the overall topic understanding that we're not going to go anywhere because you said something like this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean means that you have to do the work down here to get it back up like that you know what i mean -hmm. did i I describe that right or did that sound like a bunch of rambling bull in my mind it sound absolutely perfect pristine actually i i
0: i I don't think it was just, ramb- I don't think it was just rambling.
1: I mean, for uh, more information on that, I do have a blog that I wrote that out. It sounds pretty, you know, it sounds pretty good. I'll, I'll just add it to the thing. You can read it for yourself. My little seesaw analysis.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think about when it comes, like when it comes to needs, if, if being in a situation where you're the, when you're with another person you know we all have needs and you know through boundaries we're able to understand that but i think going through some of the harder times in a relationship you're able to understand what needs are the most important you know what i mean where are your limitations with certain areas and what are areas that you actually have maybe a need that you enjoy that you're like you know i can actually sustain myself as a person without getting this much of this need met per se mm-hmm. you know what I mean I'm a very physically affection affectionate person to put that into a real life scenario I'm a very physically affectionate person Gerald is not a, phys- a physically affectionate person now would I love to have physical affection like that like it's a really big like need of mine per se 100% but it's not that is clearly not a deal breaker for my relationship because even though Gerald is not as physically affectionate as I am, I look at that and say, this is a need that I enjoy. It's not even like, like, you know, I touch him, I reach him for a hug. Does he hug me back? Yes. Is he like oh, warm embrace and just like smelling my hair? No.
1: But is that what you want?
0: No, you don't have to. It was just giving you like an extreme <sighs> bathe in me. No, but the point of what I'm saying is that's not a deal breaker for me because I'm able to look at the situation and say, this is great, but I actually would prefer for him to focus on the things that he's really good at, which he shows up. He shows up for me. He shows up for the kids. And truth be told, showing up for the kids is sometimes even greater than showing up for me in a certain capacity. Because I'm like, that's the focus right now. So it's like being able to understand that something that I have a need in is even that isn't always a deal breaker. It's being able to say, okay, you know, yeah. if I have something that then-
1: usually prioritize, right? Right. Like right. So we have our, our tier a, you know, needs mm-hmm. and B and C and like, you know, if, if you did this, it would be nice. You know what I mean? But I think we have our, our main ones and usually, and I don't want to get too deep into this. I think usually that's tied to, Uh, a flaw that the other person has right like like usually people who have these you know some of the needs that need to be met Mm -hmm. usually that's tied to something with the other person right like something that I can't do I don't want to call it a flaw but I can't do this so I need you to be able to give this to me for me to to operate right like I am not physically affectionate but I am emotionally or I'm verbally I I have verbal needs for myself. I'm talking about myself, my needs is that I need validation to a degree, but only from her. So it doesn't mean that I use her validation as like the catalyst that I'm doing the right thing, but I know that she doesn't she's going to say everything is great. But if it's not, I have to freaking listen to that. And that's, that's like my barometer. So like, I, I know that I can keep going forward if she's like, no, nah, it's fine. But if she's like, I'm okay with it, then I know I need to start pulling it back a little bit. So it's like, fine. Like there are no answers. I think, that's, that's, the, the hard I think part. that's the problem is that like, and it's, it's the thing that I struggle with, with even having these conversations. And, you know, I struggle with that. Even watching other people say like, oh, they're, they're marriage gurus and everything else. I'm not a marriage guru. You know what I'm saying? I I support marriages. I believe in marriages because I believe in family, and I believe that children are better if the two people who made them. Did I just put some balloons up? How did that work?
0: (laughs) No, there's balloons. We can see ourselves behind here, and like there's there's balloons. balloons. Just came up.
1: (laughs) What the hell? The balloons are like,
0: "Good job, guys! It's time for
1: yeah, you to go." Yeah, they're like, "Good, job. good job, balloons." The balloons came up and was like, "Hey, you did a good job." Or I like, I like what you just said, but, but yeah, I think I think families are better if the two people who made the children stay together and pour into their children because that shit is important. So, and how you do that? it's so individualized so like Mm -hmm. these people who are out here like oh we have the answers for marriage you don't unless you're planning on sitting down and getting in the in the trenches with that marriage and and you know try to scoop out the dog shit and put them get them back on on path because you can't blanket any right ideas for what works in marriage there's some concepts that we know works like and it's usually like You need to talk to the other person and find out what that person likes. So, yes, you need to know what your significant other's needs are so that you can see if you can meet them. But do you have to meet all of them? No, because it's physically impossible. You can't meet every need of your partner. You have to meet some of your own needs. And the balance of that is freaking difficult. That shit pisses me off. A little bit. There are no answers.
0: No, I think uh, there's not, I, I think that there's not only just one answer, but I think what there really is, is perspective. Yeah. And, okay. I like that. And the perspective of things, you know, my sister, one of my sisters, I'm one of four, three girls and a boy. And one of my sisters had made a comment a few years ago and she was like, I'm okay with certain things. She, she said, because I already have my soulmates in my life. And I was like, what do you mean? Cause she wasn't with anybody at that time. And she was like, you're one of my soulmates. She's like you're literally one of my soulmates. Yeah, you think it's close, close. And, and 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 it got me thinking, it it got me thinking about that because you know we use a soulmate for a romantic relationship, but I realized that there's plenty of people that you come across in life or that are, happen to be in your life, like we're sisters. And she's like, there's a part of you where it's like I feel the most comfortable with you, and we laugh and we can talk and you get me. And I realized that we hold space for people in many capacities, and I think. That perspective for me really transformed the way that I looked at you because what I was doing was I was putting all of my needs on you because I wanted you to give them to me, which don't get me wrong. I want everything from the romantic standpoint to stem from you because yes, you, you are. can't get no children without me. Exactly. But what I realized is I don't have to look at this man and say, because you don't do this thing for me, it doesn't mean you don't care about me. I'm extremely nurturing and my children don't need that from me in that same way. I can go to work and I'm in a career to where I can pour some of that nurturing into spaces and into young minds that can give that back to me and actually in some way fulfill a need of mine. I get hugs all day. I still, at the end of the day, this is the hug that I want. But I'm able to p- to look at perspectives and say that I can make, I can fill my own needs as well. I have the ability to make sure my needs are met. It's my need. It's not his need. It is my need. So how do I create a life for myself that gets my needs met and then if I have an issue with something then I can bring it to him? You know what I mean? I'm going to have a need in a few years when all these kids are gone because there's no one going to be out there at the dinner table eating dinner with me. So I can't wait. At that time, well, I mean, the, I can't wait. At that time, you, I'm gonna be like, hey, I need you to eat out of your office because I, I don't want to eat out there by myself.
1: Oh, you can just come in here. We can eat wherever we want to. It's just me and you. I mean, girl. that's
0: true, but I like to eat at the dinner table. We
1: can go to the Mexican restaurant. Up the street, uh, well,
0: I mean, I'm not opposed to that, but the point of what I was trying to say I get is, I what you're saying, though. Yeah, you
1: yeah, know I, what I mean? I, it I'm is. I'm like, be like, who's gonna eat dinner know, with me? I feel like I kind of, you know, ruined the little flow of that conversation because it's like, you know, like it's, there are no answers. I'm like, I wish there were, I wish there was a magic wand that we can wave and say, Hey, every, every marriage will understand their partner. Every, every wife will understand their husband and every husband will understand their wife because it's hard because you, you don't understand anybody. I have four kids that live in here that I've made myself with her and I don't, I don't know everything about them at all. I guess, but I I I, I don't know I don't know everything about them, so it's kind of hard building relationships in that capacity. But I do I do know that persistence is necessary. And go off of what you know right now. You don't have to fix your relationship for twenty years from now. That was something shit that I. Determined that I was going to do at the beginning. But you do have to navigate what is currently in front of you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Your relationship and the way it looks is yours right now with the flaws, with the great parts, and everything else. My only tip before we get out of here, mm-hmm. my only tip when you navigate that is don't mark your relationship in the bad times with all the bad times. Mm. One bad thing should not be the catalyst to remind you of all the bad things. Keep things in front of you and deal with things one event at a time and let them stay in an isolated box. And then, you know what I mean? It's like squares and put the squares with the squares and the circles with the circles. If you have too many squares in your square box and you hate squares, then you should probably get rid of that person. You should probably start making some changes, whatever that may look like. If you're in a early relationship, then you should leave. If you're in a late, late relationship, then you may need to address that concern. Other than that, we're all trying to do the best that we can. If you're in a loving relationship, then you should 100% view that as if the other person cares about you just as much as you care about them and that you guys are... are um, in line Mm -hmm. with wanting to do what is best for your families and your relationships and if that is true then you stay and you keep working at it the day that you feel that the other person does not care that the other person does not want to make it work or the other person is not listening to whatever it is then you need to find some help you need to figure out if staying is for you marriage therapy, counseling, whatever it may be. I don't know what the tools are out there, Mm -hmm. but don't mark your marriage during the, like, cause this is what happened. This is why we, this is our first day back in like eight months. As soon as that thing, as soon as we got into an argument, we were reminded of all of the times that this particular thing happened and how it has impacted our relationship. And it heightened a situation that probably shouldn't be as, That probably shouldn't have been as heightened as it Mm -hmm. was and turned it into something pretty big, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, that had to be dealt with and had to be discussed and had to be written out and had to be freaking, you know, knock down, drag out conversations to sort through the feelings and emotions with that. So my suggestion to you is do not it's not about remembering the bad things, just like I don't want you to remember all the great things like your leave your relationship where it's at. Keep it in front of you. Do what's necessary. What do you think?
0: No, I I think that that is extremely important. I say make sure that when you're working through or working within your relationship that you don't sweep anything under the rug. Hmm. I think that it's important to address things as they come. And when you've taken the time to realize who you are as a person, you're able to... uh, make decisions that you're comfortable with because it's not about for me it's not necessarily about staying or leaving it's about if you choose to stay or leave do you feel confident in that decision are you making that decision because you know it's the best for you it's difficult to make decisions within marriage sometimes because it affects everything it affects your children it affects your family it affects yourself so sometimes we stay in situations that are not the best for us because we're thinking about the people around us which it's still important to stick a pin in mm. and and know that is there, but when we can't make decisions or we choose to just stay or leave out of the moment the good pet the good time or the bad time, then can we can we die on that hill and I think that's the hard part is just making sure that you're aware of yourself enough that whatever decision you make you can go forward with it and learn the lesson and grow Mm. because that's really the point of it is, is the growth, (laughs) is this the, is the growth of it because if all it takes is that one thing, because that is the one boundary that you're like, I'm not saying, then allow that to be, but you can at least make that decision and still manage the pain, but know that you're like, I know I can't move forward with this because I took the time for myself. I know that. So I would say continue to do that, self-work within your marriage so that you can make solid sound decisions because they do affect and ripple into everything mm.
1: go ahead girl high five it <laughs> he Killed that thing you killed that thing so with that i think that's a perfect place to end our yeah. first time back uh we're like us like we said before we're going to uh navigate the like the logistics of this mm-hmm. show as far as the the best time to put it out the best you know how yeah. often we should do it you know maybe even you know we twice talk- a twice a month we don't know we, we're, we're figuring it out yeah, so that yeah. we can find what works for us right mm-hmm. find what works for us so that we can be consistent with it so yeah. thank you all for listening to the thank- show thank you, uh, thank you make love. sure you like and subscribe if you're watching this on any other channel um and then you can find all of the shows on anywhere that you listen to podcasts under yes we fight and then all the show notes will be at uh, com backslash ywf podcast
0: oh i was like ywf
1: yep yes we fight <laughs> y'all have a great day take Bye. care and thank you all